0: Hey everyone, it's Kayla Coleman, the Chief Operating Officer at the Tyler Miller Team, and I am here with the next Agent Spotlight of 2024. Today I have Max Lehman with us. Thanks for joining me.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: How's your day going?
1: It's going well. Yeah? It's going well, yep. yeah.
0: Crush in the morning so far?
1: Trying to, yep. Started yep. off with uh, Bible study this morning and yeah. get to the office early on Wednesdays and...
0: Okay, so you have your days you get to the office early and days yep. you come in a little later. Okay, yep. so your Bible study, is it just you or do you have like a group of friends? That's uh,
1: a group of older guys, actually. Oh, heck yeah. About 10 to 14 people sometimes, so.
0: Wow, where do you guys meet?
1: Uh, right now it's at a office in Ramsey, someone's okay. office up there, yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. And it's cool to like do it with people that like, it's fun to get together with people like your age, obviously. Mm-hmm. but there's so much wisdom you can gain from like some of these older people that have been studying longer than you and all that. Yeah. That's cool. See, look, (laughs) this is why I love these podcasts because like, it's been like, what a minute and 43 seconds of recording time. So not even talking. And I know you do Bible study with some cool people. Like (laughs) I didn't know that. Um, well, you have had an amazing Since you got in, you've been doing really amazing, but you've had an amazing last like 30, 45-ish days. Um, I know I asked you these questions like 30 days ago, but it takes a little bit from when we ask you to get you on here. So we're going to talk a little bit about what you're doing and where you're having success. So you've been writing a lot of letters and you are like the king. Like, I don't want to know. I don't, but I do want to know. How much money have you spent on postage since you joined the team? Do you know?
1: Probably a couple hundred dollars.
0: It's crazy how much stamps are.
1: It is. It's a little ridiculous because you can, I'm finding, you can actually send postcards in bulk for almost cheaper. Really? Than just buying stamps.
0: So the postcards, because they're smaller, and they're, are, do they weigh less than a letter?
1: Possibly. And you're just doing, I think you have to be in the thousands. Got it. Uh, That's just something I heard on one of the, masterminds Mm -hmm. the fast forward movement
0: okay okay so what are you doing with these letters who are you writing letters to what kind of outcome have you been having from it
1: yeah so a couple different um niches i guess one i did homeowners that had been in their home for 20 plus years yeah um just hopefully they have some incentive to move Mm -hmm. um and with a few acres of land because i had some buyers that were looking for something like that cool um, got a couple responses on those of people. I keep the letter super short. Um, just like, hey, would you be interested in selling to a prospect of mine? Yeah. Everything's handwritten, uh, return address, their address. They're going to open it. Right. Um, and the couple of responses I got was like, well, if I got a million dollars. So it's like, it's something.
0: It's something. At least,
1: um. <laughs>
0: Unrealistic.
1: <laughs> super. Um, the other group was, uh. A group that was a group of homes like on the river Mm -hmm. just had another buyer,
0: like uh, off of like Dayton River Road or
1: uh, on the Coon Rapids side of the side, yeah. Yep,
0: some of those houses over there are super interesting. Like, I don't know if you even know this, but like, a lot of people struggle to get pre approved for those homes because they have to have like flood insurance because of the river and the like. Uh, i don't know if it's called deductible or whatever not your deductible but like your premium i guess to get insurance on there is ridiculously high and not even like right on the river but some of those homes like a few blocks back you know like almost like coon rapids boulevard ish Mm -hmm. because the river has gotten that high before so
1: i did not know that
0: yeah it's some of those houses like people really like them and it's like if they don't list like that information correctly or if the agent doesn't know it can be tricky
1: yeah, well, that's good to know. Yeah. See, I learned stuff, too. <laughs> Look at you.
0: So, haven't gotten anything yet from those letters, but something.
1: Correct. Some, yeah.
0: Communication. Some, some pulse. <laughs> yes. There is somebody alive at home. Yes. It's not just stacking up in their mailbox because someone's dead in the house.
1: And to be fair, I have not followed up calling, mm. and I think that is. Uh, it's kind of like a two-step. Process if you really wanted to see results.
0: Yeah, and like calling, calling like when you're especially just like mailing to like an entire street is hard because you have to look up like every address to find the phone number. So it's really laborious, but mm-hmm. you could go door knock them.
1: Yes, that would be another you like step. Doing.
0: <laughs> that one would be really easy. Um, well, that's cool. I didn't know you were doing like, maybe I did know you were doing like the return address by hand too. Are you writing your name and then your return address?
1: Uh, yes.
0: I wonder if you just did like the return address, and not your name. I don't know if it would make a difference. Maybe. I don't, know. I, don't I, know. I never write my name on the return. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Th- then the people don't know who it's from, though, right?
0: Yeah, but when they open it, then they would know. Then they find out. Yeah, get them to open it versus just tossing it. I'll
1: have to try it out. Nothing I don't hurts know. Right now,
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, we we've had like a big influx of like younger agents joining the team, and it'd be funny to give everybody on the team an envelope to see if they could write the return in the send because Tyler didn't even know the other day or he didn't not know but like you know we were joking around we should get everybody one of those and then get everybody a blank check and see if they can fill it out yes I I
1: I had to uh look that up before I really when I started writing them just to I knew but I had to verify
0: did they have you do that in like school like high school
1: I'm sure. Yeah, but not.
0: It was like the one like semester where they crammed in like, this is how you do your taxes super fast yeah. and manage your money. Don't get credit yeah. cards. Or here's
1: how to write a check, and then. But I don't write checks, so.
0: I don't really. I write checks because I write checks for like Tyler's stuff. Yeah. He's like, "Do you even know how to fill this out?" And I was like, "Yeah, like, isn't it right?" And he's like, "Yeah, you're you're good." And I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. Well, cool. Well, hopefully, like you can write some more, which I know you're continuing to do weekly, and hopefully something comes from it because that would be amazing.
1: Yeah, just I, a matter of time, I'm sure. How's
0: your carpal tunnel?
1: Get, hand gets a little sore after a while.
0: Yeah, you just gotta break it up a yep, little bit, like give it a rest, right? Make some phone calls, right? Yep, yep. Uh, cool. Well, you've also met with nine people. You've conducted nine meetings of different sorts. So walk me through who you're meeting with, what those conversations are looking like and uh, what you're kinda looking for out of those.
1: Yeah, so a lot of the, most of the meetings have been um, more along the business partner um, line of things, not necessarily buyers and sellers. Yeah. Um, some of the people I've met through uh, like a business networking group. Yeah. Um, another group of people was from the Bible study, um, cool. just grabbing lunch. A um, couple different lenders, uh, stuff like that. Meeting for coffee. Yeah. So mostly business partners. Um,
0: so this group of guys that you meet with, did you meet them through a church down here, or is it a group that you already like knew about, or?
1: I actually met them through a lender that oh. I had coffee with, and he invited me to their Bible study.
0: That's cool. So, so are you like the only realtor and lender?
1: uh in that group yeah probably yeah
0: heck yeah but like that's amazing like it's like obviously you're doing it for like the spiritual side of things but like it's kind of like a BNI in a way which a lot of people pay money to be part of totally and it's just something that you would do anyways so like or maybe not I shouldn't speak for you but like it's just cool like because you're getting to grow spiritually but then also like help people and like Those people are loyal as hell. Like, if you get like a group, like, I don't know, you could run that. Yeah, you could run that whole group. Do you guys all go like the same church or no?
1: No, it's all spread out. People are there's. I'm from Champlin. There's people from like White Bear Lake area. Wow. Um, and they all. I think they all. They've been doing it for a while, so they all knew each other. Right. And I'm kind of just getting to know.
0: But that's still awesome. One day they accepted you, which if they didn't, like what the heck are you guys doing? Uh, but two, like, that everybody's spread out so far. Like, that gives you such a far reach. Yeah,
1: and it, so it, it kind of ties back to, like, you're going to do business with people you know, like, and trust. And Where did are, you hear that one yeah, from? Yeah, I know. It's, what a concept, <laughs> right?
0: I think that comes up every podcast I do. Like, we would bring up no like, trust somewhere. Yeah,
1: but it's true, and, like, someone you vibe with, mm-hmm. can relate with, um and I have a couple of different lenders that are kind of along those same lines. Yeah. Where it's like I don't need to worry about their intentions or right their motives and yeah. Likewise for them. Because it's
0: like everybody in this industry you wanna say is good, but there are some bad apples out there. There's some people that do some shady things and lining yourself with people that you like you know is half of it and that you can reciprocate business with that's a huge thing that I'm sure you talk about during these meetings Mm -hmm. it's like I'm gonna send you something I need something back you know Mm -hmm. so um especially when you're first getting started out like it's super important yeah cool um well that's exciting and then you've been doing some open houses I think we had that you've been doing four how have those been for you
1: they've been good yeah yep I'm still trying to I need to get in the right mindset for them as far as, oh, I didn't get business from this one. They don't work. Right. That's not the right.
0: Nope. It just takes one person.
1: Yep. And
0: it's just been difficult for open houses lately too. Like, I don't know. It's getting warmer, so there's been more traffic in them. But, like, to me, I tell people when I sit down with agents that join the team, like, your open house isn't just a one-step lead source. It's a – if you're doing it right, you should be posting about it, like – a day or two before, you should be posting that while you're at the open house. You're obviously at the open house, so if somebody walks in, you can help them. But if somebody isn't there, you should be doing other stuff. I'm sure a lot of the times you're filming content because you're great on social, and or like doing other things like calling leads. You could be writing your letters. You know, if you're sitting there scrolling TikTok or Facebook, probably not the best use of your time. I mean, but for you, like. I know that you're r and d ripping off and duplicating people's social stuff, which is hundred percent okay, so I know if you're sitting scrolling social media, I know it's for something good, you know like most of the time most <laughs> of the time you, know, you get in your own little trap too oh yeah, really big time I would not expect that from you, oh yeah, what is like your like thing that you like look at on socials if it's not like real estate?
1: Oh man, it's probably either some sort of outdoor stuff. Yeah. Um snowmobiling stuff, Kay. just like that kind of power sports
0: really? stuff. Really? That kind of surprises me. Just, like the snowmobiling and stuff.
1: Yeah. Entertain more entertainment. Yeah. Stuff. Um some of it's or a lot of it's like real estate content or business. Right. But again, that just gives you almost too many ideas. Right. And more information doesn't always...
0: Yield good results. Yeah, exactly. Um, We don't have it on here at all, but you've been crushing social, which we just briefly mentioned. And what gave you the kick to just, like, kickstart it? Like, what, was it a contest we did? Is that, like, what did it? Or did you just finally realize, like, hey, I need to do this?
1: I don't really know because okay. I've if I could totally get rid of social media and delete it off my phone I tomorrow I would yesterday. Agreed. So and like every day I'm like, do I have to do this? Yeah. Um so I think Tyler really I mean he pushes that heavily from day one. Yeah. That it's important. And then really trying to be a creator and not a consumer mm-hmm. on the platforms um, is something that I'm still struggling with because when I go on to make something, now I, I just get trapped into scrolling for five minutes and like, wait a minute. Yep. I'm here to like put something out there. Yep. Um, I think another reason is it's almost like it's easier for me to do that because it's semi-passive. Yeah. Then hop on the phone or set up a meeting with someone. Yeah. Um, and I think there's pros and cons.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. Like I, that social media has like, this industry has made me hate social media. Like if I didn't have to have it, I would get rid of it like yesterday. And like people are always like, Oh, did you see my text? Or did you see this? I'm like, I saw your text come in, but I didn't open it because if I open it to reply to you, I'm going to end up on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. Like it just is what it is. It's hard. And, it's so hard. And it's just like a rotating, right? Like, okay, you got bored on TikTok, so you go to Instagram and you kind of look through stuff for a little bit and you get bored. So then you go to Facebook and it's just a revolving wheel.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, I have learned a lot, like, yes, watching other people that are successful, uh, but still trying to decide if the pros outweigh the cons. Right. Well, but you can't people. stop now. And yeah,
0: you got like a lead from it.
1: Yeah. So you can't stop now. Yeah, there's been a little interest. Yeah. And like any lead in this industry, it's usually not, let's go look at houses right now. Right. I'm ready to buy or sell. It's, hey, we'll do, what are the next steps? We might do something in a few months. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of the nature of the business. Yep. And that's something that I've definitely learned since starting is it's like a three month leg. Yeah. On everything
0: three month or even a year you know like Lauren has been killing like these Zillow leads that are a year old like it's just crazy how they come around it's just nurturing them staying in front of them being a friend and yeah yeah I don't know
1: which is not my strong suit because I would I'm like if you don't want to do something today I'm gonna go to the person that (laughs) wants to
0: right yeah like
1: but I forget about them and don't follow up because I'm so used to there's like there's a task to do today especially when I was like an electrician it's like right this is your job today you're done with it you never think about it again
0: which was kind of my segue because like you talked about how like you would much rather like be at an open house versus calling people because you were probably like every day you had you're like this is what you got to work on and once you're done with it like you said you're done with it for the day you don't have to think about it again unless something comes up but like It also is an industry that you kind of just worked on your own a lot of the times, I would assume. Like, you maybe were in the house with another electrician or on the job site with another electrician, but you worked on your own, kind of could put in your headphones and get your work done kind of thing. Maybe not put in your headphones. I don't know what's... Okay, yeah. Uh, I didn't know what's, like, legal and stuff, so I don't want to get you in trouble. (laughs) Um, And then you come to real estate where you have to be this outgoing and talkative person, which isn't... Supernatural for you, definitely not, but we're we're, we're breaking you in <laughs> yes, well, not just me the <laughs> team <laughs> um so what kind of made you want to make the transition like electricians make great money, right like I mean everybody needs a quick g f c i fix like yes, they do <laughs> what what made you jump
1: um I think a lot of it well, all of it was uh came down to the trades at least my perception at the time was there's a ceiling yeah um and I think I've learned now that if you I mean if you're the best at anything there's no ceiling like yeah there's always options yeah start your own company you can specialize in something right um so looking back maybe that wasn't the right mindset yeah um now if you stay just in the I do what I'm told, roll, and don't take on more responsibility. Right. You're gonna naturally hit a ceiling yep. because there's only so much value you provide. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, and you weren't fully even like licensed when you left, correct? Or like I was. Yep. Okay, so you were fully you were a full journeyman. Yep. Okay. Sorry. I I have a lot of friends in the electrician, like <laughs> low and high voltage stuff, and like it is very confusing. <laughs> like even I have a friend that's like a fire sprinkler fitter. Mm-hmm. And like he's been doing it for as long as I've known him. I've known him for like seven years, but he's like still like not like fully where he's supposed to be or maybe he is now. I don't really and they
1: know. might have like more licenses. It's so crazy
0: because yeah, it's like you're like working in the field. It's almost like you're an apprentice. Well, you are an apprentice, right? Yeah mm-hmm. and then like you're still having to take classes. like my best friend, her husband has class every Tuesday and I'm like, for how long and she's like years. and I was like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about?
1: And that's the that'll be the union too. Yeah. A lot of times is um when you're in the union you're doing like four days a week of okay. work and then one day is school and then Gosh, okay. you just keep learning and learning. Well,
0: he works on Tuesday, so his classes is from like five to like nine I oh, think it nine. is. Okay. Yeah. So like Tuesdays are like I know I can snag dinner with her because she's like <laughs> doesn't have family res what she brings her kid with, but you know yeah it's a fun thing, okay, so yeah, just like trying to change your life and your family's life, but realizing that you maybe could have done that with what you're already doing, but potentially potentially, if you wanted to open up your own company and yeah have your own liability and responsibilities, yeah, which, and I know
1: people that have done that, yeah, and did do that, and um I would like i so that's kind of what made me not want to do that is I see what they're doing and now you're doing not just the electrical work at least to start you're doing the electrical work you're doing the bidding the jobs Mm
0: -hmm. you're doing
1: the back end bookkeeping
0: marketing
1: marketing a lot of them don't even do marketing and it's just word of mouth
0: you don't have to like everybody needs an electrician right yeah so
1: so but so that's kind of what led me to a more um sales role yeah I guess you would say Mm mm-hmm and I actually did uh, life insurance for a little bit. What? After I was an electrician. What? For a couple of months. I
0: didn't know that. Yeah. Really. Yep. Wow. How was that?
1: Uh, it was okay. Obviously it was,
0: not great because you're not still right. doing it. <laughs> yep,
1: I did that. I think I did it for three months. Okay. Um, is I mean you so the place I was at. And kind of how the industry shifted after COVID is it's all virtual. Yeah. So it's all Zoom appointments, working from home.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: which sounds nice, and there are nice things about that. Uh, that didn't quite fit my personality, I guess, and what I wanted to do.
0: You want to be around people. I
1: do, yeah. Yeah. I just connect better like that. And... uh so that's what made me then look for something else.
0: Okay, cool. How was your wife in all of this? What did she want you to do? Because I know you know, happy wife, happy life, right?
1: <laughs> She's been very supportive.
0: Okay, good.
1: Um, I still yeah. haven't
0: met Anna yet because I d- couldn't make it to the I know Christmas you keep party. Missing
1: all the team functions.
0: I have stuff going on, <laughs> like, and it's not just I have stuff going on, but it's like, it is always like, like. I have like family get together this weekend of December ever it's always the second weekend of December our cabin get together is always the third weekend of December so it's just yeah it's a tough time
1: yeah no but she's been really good super supportive i can't imagine doing a lot of doing anything like risky yeah without having support of family yeah cuz that would just make it super hard
0: is she like at home like pushing you like come on like what's going on like give like give us more you know or is she just like riding the tide
1: um a little bit of both yeah I think she she tries to push me a little bit yeah which is good I don't always respond the best that's the thing yeah yeah um but it's with the best intentions yeah um otherwise just she's a lot of trust and faith in me to just figure it out yeah and a lot of times more than I have in myself, so hmm. that's super good. Yeah, I
0: know. I can tell when she's, like, helping you film content and stuff. Yeah. Like, ones where you're driving, I'm like, I know your phone isn't propped up like that. I can <laughs> tell that it's moving in a way that someone's holding it. So yeah. I, I, I just giggle when I find those because then I'm like, okay, like, did Max like the first take? Was she? Did she like the first take? Like, how'd it go, you know? It's yeah. funny because I know when I try and film content and my husband's around, it's like, don't even try. Like, it's not even worth it yeah cool um I a lot of times ask I like do fun segments with people like that's like a what's the first thing you think of when you think of this letter or like a this or that but with you I wanted to talk about because I we don't get a ton of time to talk um you do something that's very unique that when I I watch a lot of YouTube stuff too like like truck campers or like wilderness camp you know what i'm talking about we probably watch a lot of the same people like mav do you watch mav up in duluth okay yeah he went to umd yeah yeah um which you guys could be like buddy buddy i feel like but you do (laughs) ultra marathons which is just like insanity and i'd never heard of until you joined our team and this last week you went to go I thought you were doing one, but you were just helping out at one and all of a sudden I see a picture of you sleeping in the bed of your truck. What is going on?
1: <laughs> so that was a cheap alternative. To okay. A get a motel. Okay. or a hotel. Yeah. So that was the reason
0: for That's why you did it. You're like, I can make it happen if I don't have to pay for a hotel. Yes. Okay. I like it. But you like like winter camping.
1: I do. Anna not quite as much.
0: But she'll do it.
1: She has done it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but she won't do it again.
1: We might have scarred her.
0: Oh no! What happened?
1: Well, there's just well, the last time we went was like we went up to the Boundary Waters. Okay. And it was like truck camping, like we set up our tent,
0: yeah, and
1: whatnot. Um, but we couldn't get the best fire going, mm. and that was kind of important.
0: It's kind of hard in like Minnesota. Was wet. and yeah.
1: Cold, and I was losing patience. So,
0: did you end up in a hotel?
1: We. Almost <laughs> went to you Casino. Okay. But we stuck it out one more night and then drove home. What
0: a saint. <laughs> what a saint. But it's all about, like, your clothing, like, and the quality of clothing that you have. Yeah. And, like, n- even though you're cold, not wearing three pairs of pants, you know, it's, like, you wear, like, the thinnest stuff that's high quality, like, highly woven fibers. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm just, like, talking. Yeah. Because, okay, we went to, you know, we went to Teton and all of that. Mm-hmm. And initially we were looking at camping and then I looked at the weather and I was like, there's no way. There is no way you are getting my body in a tent for this. And I didn't have like good gear either. So it was going to be more expensive to buy the gear to do it than to just like stay in the hostel that we stayed at. Mm-hmm. But okay, so you, you like doing this. You'll do it with your friends, but maybe not with your wife anymore.
1: Um, uh, If it's warm.
0: If it's warm
1: okay so like what's warm overnight so like the next time we go yeah because now we have a 13 month old son yes and that'd be fun to take him
0: he would probably be fine yeah bundled up he'd be fine and then he'd be a heater for her yes if she just cuddled him
1: but next time I would probably try to um you can do like a hot tent so, like, one of those big canvas tents. Yep. People have also converted just some of those pop-up ice shacks. You put a little wood stove in those yep. with the um, flue going out the top. Yep. And then you have, like, a wood heater.
0: Yeah. And
1: then it's, like, 60 degrees in there even if it's zero degrees outside. Right. So you at least have, like, a base camp, a place to go versus just a tent. Right. And, like, if you don't have a good fire going, there's no way to warm up except no. the truck.
0: You just got to bring your own wood with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's transition to ultramarathons. So fill everybody in on what these are because, like, I don't even know how to properly describe them besides you're crazy. <laughs> but it's okay. We all have our own passions, right? So ultramarathons, fill us in.
1: All right, so an ultramarathon is, I want to say it's anything over 32 miles.
0: And a normal marathon is?
1: 26 point something
0: yeah it's like 26.5 or something right
1: or Or 0.2 0.4 okay okay something there so they can range anywhere from over 32 miles to which I think would be about a 50k yeah um to like 250 miles and 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 there's actually some that are a bit longer but
0: in the states uh yeah Okay. What's the longest one you've done?
1: Uh, the longest I've done is 100K, which is about 60 miles.
0: And that's the one you did in Duluth? Yep. Okay. And you've done that one a few times?
1: Uh, twice, yep.
0: Okay. So you walked from Duluth, walked, jogged, ran. Mostly
1: hiking, yes. Mostly hiking. Some jogging.
0: To, from Duluth to where?
1: So from uh, Canal Park area in yeah. Duluth to Jay Cook State Park, so south, and then back. That's insane. So a lot of people think that it's like ultra marathons are crazy. Yeah. But I think a lot more people could do them than they think they can. If they
0: like put their mind to it.
1: Yeah. Like obviously it's a physical challenge, but I think a lot of it's mental too.
0: A hundred percent.
1: Like most of it.
0: Most of it is mental.
1: And that's the part I like. Yeah. And like I couldn't even go run a half marathon right now. Really? No. Like I would walk. I would have to walk.
0: Well, yeah. I just think you're a lot more fit than that like i feel like you could do it is it your mental or is it your physical uh, <laughs> i'm just teasing you i don't know
1: but i think um yeah it's just so mental mm-hmm. but like if you have enough time yeah you can you can finish anything yeah
0: but this one that you did has a time restraint right yeah like you have to do it in so many hours
1: 18 hours was this one 100k which is 60 miles see
0: i would just be so tired
1: Yeah, you get tired.
0: Like, I don't know the last time I was up for 18 hours. Probably more recent than I remember. But, like, because I just have a hard time falling asleep sometimes at night. So I'm up for a really long time. But, okay, that's crazy. Okay, so you were supposed to do one in Texas, but they canceled it because of weather. How how long was that one going to be?
1: That was 100 miles.
0: So it was the same as Duluth?
1: Nope, that was 100K. Oh. Which is 60 miles.
0: 60 miles so this one was going to be 100 miles yes so almost double almost okay. I've not done a 100 miler
1: yet that's kind of like the I think that's what most people think at least in the in that ultra running community yeah it's like 100 miles is kind of like the
0: you've made it sort of yeah okay
1: or like that's what everyone
0: so how long were you going to have for? to do that one
1: um well I'm doing one in April okay and that's in southern Minnesota okay that's a hundred miler and that'll be my first one and for that one you get 34 hours
0: are do you sleep at all during that
1: um if you have time so you could try to take like a little nap
0: what are you gonna do
1: i don't know yet okay so 100
0: miles where is it to and from
1: it's actually a loop course okay so it's uh zumbro river bottom yep it's, so that's
0: kind of by, like, Rochester, right? Or, it's
1: just northeast of Rochester. Yeah, okay. Yep, so, like, in almost two hours south of here. Yep. Um, That one is a 17-mile loop mm. that you go around six times.
0: I don't know if I'd like that.
1: Yeah, it's a different mental game. Yeah. Because,
0: like, I don't know. Like, you know when you drive places, right? Like, the drive to somewhere always feels so long. Mm-hmm. And the drive back feels really quick, which I'm sure you felt for the Duluth one, right? Like to your turning point at Jade Cook State Park, because you go back the exact same way. Yes. So then you kind of like have mile markers in your head or like, yeah. not mile markers, but like uh, things like that you see. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, I'm close. Yeah. But that, okay. But like, does your Garmin watch even last that long?
1: So I got a new watch for Christmas. Okay. Because my previous one did not last that long. So I'd have to be like, as I'm like hiking, I have to like take it off my wrist and have like a portable charger. Yeah. I would like charge it as I'm going. But now I have one that I think can last like 48 hours in GPS mode. Okay. So I should be good.
0: Or you got to have like your, you still have your old one? Yeah. You can have your old one like fully charged just switch and turn it off and keep it in your backpack so that like if your other one dies you can switch it over yeah okay I'm very interested like the 17 mile loop I think would throw me for
1: a loop it might
0: but I feel like I would like it better
1: you get to see a lot more people I think yeah so there's actually quite a few different styles of races okay so there's another one in Duluth. called the superior 100 or something okay that starts around gooseberry uh falls state park and goes up to lutzen okay and that's a 100 miler and that's just a point to point
0: okay side note did you see lutzen got on fire last yesterday
1: yeah the lodge i did yeah
0: i will show you some pictures somebody we know works up there and like
1: i've never been there but i've
0: never been either but like it's kind of a bummer that's a huge bummer and they're probably already like down for business this year
1: yeah with the weather yeah
0: with the weather sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you but okay so like they have that one
1: so there's like point to point races yeah there's loop courses
0: in this same
1: um just like
0: or in general in general okay yeah
1: i mean there's 15 10 years ago there might have been like 10 races to choose from now there's like three races in every state right that you can choose from there's uh, so many yeah actually kind of exploded yeah um
0: I had never heard about it until you joined our team, yeah. which is insane.
1: <laughs> um, but there's loop courses, there's this point-to-point, there's like out and back, which is the one I did. Um, there's actually timed, um, other like timed courses, like what
0: checkpoint it, times versus well, like a overall t- time.
1: Um, more like so they have like a 24-hour race, mm. so it's more like how many t- times can you go around in 24 hours? Mm. Yep. Um, there's also some race formats that's last man standing so you go around this loop and the race isn't done until you're the last one so you get like the most popular one um, is a four mile four-ish mile loop uh, that you get an hour each loop so if you do it in like Forty minutes, you get twenty minutes to rest. Right. If you do it in fifty-five minutes, you get five minutes to rest till the next loop starts. Yeah. So every hour on the hour, you do this four-mile loop, and then it's just the last person. Yeah. So you don't know. Are there
0: any of those in Minnesota?
1: Uh, there's actually one in Elm Creek. Okay. Uh, park. Yeah. I think I don't know exactly what the format is, but it's like a last man. You standing.
0: should do that one. I might that'd be kind of cool
1: but that's like a totally different mental game than yeah other things too because you don't know how far you're going and yeah. you're kind of just competing against yourself because there's like no very end.
0: interesting there's no
1: end until
0: someone gives up yeah or can't make it in their hour yeah okay i'm thinking i would like the lap version more than a down and back maybe because, like, when I was walking outside before, I, like, winter came, I had my little loop through the neighborhood that I knew was so many miles. So, I would know, like, okay, as soon as I get around this block, I've hit X amount of miles. So, I think I would like the loop version better. Because then, in my mind, it was, okay, I only have to walk around this neighborhood three times to hit my step, like, goal for the yeah. day. I think I would like that better.
1: I think you should do a half marathon.
0: Oh, no. We're not going there yet. But
1: you can just walk.
0: Uh- see.
1: Everyone's like, I can't run that far. It's like no one – there's no requirement to run.
0: Here's the issue with running. So I used to be on dance team in high school. And on my freshman year tryout for – because we had like fall team and winter team. So like fall team was like football games. Winter team was like competitive stuff. So you had to retry out to get on winter team. And I – on my very last kick in the thing – I rolled my left ankle, and I wish it would have broken because it never healed the same. Like, it's one of those, like, I can be walking, and then all of a sudden it just, boop, gives out. And it, it's been better since I've been walking more. But it's, like, one of those things, like, I'll go to, like, chase my dog or I'm trying to run to get on the pontoon at the lake, and all of a sudden it just, boop, gives out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just gives out. So, like, I have such a fear of, like, Even like playing like softball, like we used to always play softball at our old brokerage. They had a softball tournament every year and I'm like terrified to run my bases because I'm like, is my ankle just going to decide to like give out on me? The other thing, and I don't know if it's from that, but my feet fall asleep really easily. Like, and I like to like sit crunched up, you know, like I like to sit with my feet under me or crisscross or whatever it might be. And I'll go to get up. This happens in the fish house a lot. A rattle reel will go off, right? And so you go to get up to go get it, and my foot's asleep. So then my ankle just like, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, you don't go very far.
0: I don't go very far. <laughs> it's a race, you know, <laughs> but a different kind.
1: <laughs> you like walking?
0: I like walking.
1: So you just got to walk a mile. I know. Thirteen times.
0: That's a half marathon.
1: Thirteen, yeah, like thirteen point. Ugh,
0: it would take me a little bit. See, I walk. I walk a lot at the State Fair. You
1: probably I, do a, quite a few miles.
0: I walk... Let me look.
1: Have you ever tracked it?
0: I do sometimes. Let me look really quick because now I'm curious.
1: Um, that is close to like at least five miles.
0: It depends on the days. Like it depends on who I'm with. You know what I mean? Like if I am with the team, I'm walking a lot more because people don't understand where things are at the fair
1: are you the fair expert
0: yes i am were you on the team this year not for the fair oh boy yes i uh, i like the state fair see my steps this year were kind of low because it was like really hot this year let me go back another year um yeah i go to the fair almost every single day um every day
1: of the fair yeah. Isn't it like two weeks long? 12 days. And you go every day?
0: Almost. Wow. Because you should just
1: get, you should just camp there.
0: Tom, you have to live, you have to be a vendor and live so far away from the fair to even get a camping
1: spot. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Uh, Tom works at a booth at the fair called Juanita's Fijitas. Oh. And um, so like we basically get in for free. Well, we don't get in for free. He goes, we wander around for a little bit and then he works. I wander around, do my own thing, meet up with people. I don't know. I love the fair. Don't even get me started. um <laughs> We'll why, save
1: that for another podcast. We'll save
0: that for another <laughs> podcast. I guess my steps. Like, it's hard because some days I wear my watch and some days I don't. Like, this was a big day. This was like, why did that just do that? I saw one day that was like 14,000 steps. The issue is is a lot of times I don't wear my watch and then if I don't have my phone on me, a lot of times I put it like in our backpack mm. and then it doesn't, it doesn't track, track it like fully. But there was like a day that I did like 26,000 steps like at the fair.
1: That's probably like oh. 10 miles or it could be <sighs> close to.
0: Yeah. So my average when I'm like trying to do my step outs, every like 2,000 steps is like a mile. Yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty close. Yeah. We'll see.
1: I bet a lot of people would be surprised at how much they walk.
0: And they don't realize it. Yeah.
1: Like my uh, father-in-law, he's a maintenance worker at Spring Lake Park. Yeah. um, Middle school, I think. But he walks like six miles every night just... That's crazy. Like just for work. Yeah. Because you're walking down the halls, back and forth to different rooms, and it's like... Well, right. You're just moving.
0: You probably walk a lot less now.
1: Way less. Yeah. (laughs) How does
0: that make you feel?
1: Um... Pros and cons. Yeah. It was nice moving all day. Yeah. But at the same time, that gave me less motivation to, like, actually work out. and
0: Right. You were like, ah, I'm moving my body enough, so why do I need to go to the yeah, gym? Yeah,
1: do, like, intentional training. And, like, all the walking was with a 15-pound tool belt around your waist. Yeah. Which wasn't the most fun.
0: No. I can't imagine. And climbing
1: ladders and...
0: The ladders? I can't do ladders. <laughs> I, I can't. My mom, okay, she might hate me if you're saying this, if so she listens. But my mom, when we moved out of South Minneapolis, my mom, we are just very like, I don't know if generous is the right word, but when we leave the house, we want to leave it nice, and a lot of people don't. And you don't have to clean the house when you move out. But my mom was one of those people that she washed every wall when we moved out of our house. It was the night before we were moving. My mom was washing the walls in the kitchen, and she was barefoot on a ladder. And she, like, kind of fell. And, you know, like, you have the bottom step and the side step. And then there's that brace. Mm -hmm. She caught her pinky toe on the brace and, like, almost ripped it off. As we're, like, moving. (laughs) And, like, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. Or maybe we did and I didn't know. But, like, my parents worked very hard for what we had. So, like, there was only so many days to move before going back to work. And, like, all that jazz. So oh yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. So I have a fear of I mean, I don't like ladders. Like they're they're always rocky, you know, like they always
1: Yeah, be careful. Wiggle a little bit. A good one.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm just afraid of getting hurt is really the thing. Like I don't wanna like get like I the other thing, like you'll probably think this is weird, but like I like having a rambler house Mm -hmm. because if something were to happen to either of us You could make a rambler pretty much work. Mm -hmm. A two-story is a little more tricky.
1: If something were to happen. If something were to
0: happen. Yeah. And, like, we're out doing stuff all the time, you know? So it's, like, there's irrational fears in my mind. There's some But then I saw Um, that house yesterday, the McPherson's house, and I was like, this wouldn't be bad.
1: I mean, maybe I could get used to stairs if I lived here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I could get used to – and it's not that I don't like stairs. I don't mind stairs, like – I used to, like, when I was on dance team, we used to run bleachers and stuff, you know? Like, and I didn't mind it. I minded the guy, like, that was our trainer yelling at me. But, like, stairs don't bug me. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'd rather have stairs than, like, a hill. Yeah. Because it's, like, a gradual. It's not gradual, but it's a place to put your foot, not just a wherever you want to go.
1: What about elevators? You can get an elevator in your house. I don't want an elevator. Okay.
0: But you know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody got into an accident, like, it could completely change their life, you know? Like, I think about, like, Tyler's house. Like, he has a half bath on his main level. And, like, so you could convert your office, but you have no, like, shower or anything on that level. Like, that's the things that...
1: I don't think I've ever thought about that.
0: Yeah. It's one of the things I think about. I think, too, like, it's different because, like, Tom is, like, in, like, always, like, in the field, you mm-hmm. know? And you probably felt the same way, like, with yourself. Like, you're probably more used to being on ladders than a lot of people. But, like, if something were to happen to you, like, I don't know. Like, things could change really quick. That got really dark. Okay, <laughs> we're going to move on. Oh, gosh, sorry. So, we talked about... um Oh, wait, before I go for it, anything else you want to touch on on marathons? I just think they're very interesting.
1: I could probably talk about them all day. Yeah. But disclaimer, I am not an expert.
0: You're not an expert.
1: Don't ask me about training because I probably don't train properly. I just... See, I just but you also
0: do. have the issue of getting enough calories and protein in, it in a day, right? Like you kind of struggle with that. Yeah, I don't like to eat that much. Yeah. I wish. I wish that was my struggle. We can just (laughs) trade. I'll give you my uh, hunger cues, and you give me your body. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I like to eat.
1: Yeah. I just don't like to make food.
0: Okay. So you want your wife to cook for you.
1: It'd be nice. And she does. And
0: she does. But it, it also...
1: But I don't expect her to meal prep every meal for me.
0: Well, right. And if you were eating properly, training up to a race, you probably are eating like five, six times a day, right?
1: I don't even know. Probably not. Probably. Maybe you should be.
0: Maybe you should be. But. But you're still surviving. I mean, you yeah. survived your last one. Just had a little, stress fracture.
1: It was. It was more like a bruise. More
0: like a bruise, but your the rest of your body was
1: fine. Yeah, it heals. Okay.
0: Cool. Well, I'm excited. Maybe I'll have to come down to your one in Zimbroda. Is that what you said? Uh, Zim- it's around there. Or, yeah, like around Zimbroda River, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, April. 12th I think okay I know that that's probably a weekend because the new Taylor Swift album oh it's a Friday I think because the new Taylor Swift album comes out on April 19th which is a Friday so I did quick math
1: it's a Friday and Saturday yeah
0: Friday Saturday okay well maybe I'll have to come down maybe we can get the team to come down for the end maybe that would be stressful or would that give you more motivation
1: Uh, I don't know (laughs) I'd have to make sure I'm gonna make it
0: you will to make the it. I don't, know. I don't know. You'll make it.
1: But that's what I like about it is I don't know. I don't go into it like knowing I'm going to finish because otherwise it wouldn't be that fun. Right. So it's kind of an unknown.
0: Yeah. You'll finish. I have faith in you. Um, okay. So we talked about getting out of being an electrician and getting into real estate and kind of the reasoning behind that. But what was your decision on... Going solo, joining a team, like, what kind of helped you? Like, what made you kind of decide to do the team route or whatever?
1: Yeah, I think um, knowing myself being solo, yeah, I just know that I'm less likely to do something. Yeah. Because it's easy to, I mean, even on a team, you have to be diligent to, like, hold yourself accountable. right. But you have a
0: little bit more here with someone, not holding your hand, but like, all right, come on, yeah, totally, let's do it. At least to
1: show up to like team meetings and mm-hmm. be around people that are doing stuff, ask questions. Mm-hmm. Solo would be like completely on your own. You could go like a week without even thinking about real estate, and right. no one would know. And I think that would that would be hard for me.
0: Right, it's easier to go ghost mode when you're solo. Yeah, like you could disappear for a month and yeah. No one would know, which is something I like about the team, is, like, we might hold you a little too accountable. Like, some people might not like how accountable we hold people, but, like, we know, like, I lost, like, every train of thought. But it's, like, if you you don't show up for a week, it's going to be, like, where are you? If I don't see you for three days, it's, like, are you alive? Mm -hmm. Are you okay? You know, like, and it's because we care, but it's also because, like, one of our, like, big missions is, like, to help you guys see, like... The potential in yourselves that you might not see you know like when we sat down and like did a big business plan debrief it was like we want to help everyone see their full potential you know mm-hmm. so
1: and you're around people that have done like they've been where you are right so they can help you out and there's like i mean not, like if you're solo there's tons of online resources especially with exp and right like youtube you could find everything you need to know but it just takes time yeah And you don't know necessarily who to trust,
0: and you might not get a quick answer when you need a quick answer, and all that jazz. Yeah,
1: so a team is uh super helpful.
0: Cool. What's your favorite thing since joining the team that maybe you weren't expecting? Um,
1: this whole podcast thing is what pretty cool.
0: Oh, you've been on the team for like what six months, and now we're getting you in the podcast almost six months, yeah. yeah.
1: But just having access to like a podcast studio, like that's that's kind of rare yeah i would say and i i've listened to like tons of podcasts for the last four years maybe too many yeah because that's like all i would do when i was an electrician is listen to podcasts, the headphones in, listen to podcasts okay um so i love podcasts yeah um but being on the other side of it now or kind of in it and seeing like how it's all set up what it takes to actually build out Yeah. The studio.
0: That's the crazy part. Like, when Tyler said we were going to do it, I was like, what is it going to look like? (laughs) Like, what? Like, these rooms, when you come into them, they don't look janky. But, like, it isn't pretty what's on this side of the screen. This side looks great.
1: You have to have the vision.
0: Yeah. You have to have the vision. What's going to look
1: like? But I think that's a huge value add for just building. I mean, there's limitless possibilities that. Right you can do with it
0: and well and you don't even have to use this like you don't have to use the mics you don't yeah. have to use the headphones you don't have to use these cameras you could set up a ring camera or a tripod whatever mm-hmm. with your phone and record stuff and it'll still look just as nice mm-hmm. so yeah I like it So
1: I think that's been uh a cool surprise which I definitely like I didn't know any of that when I was looking at like oh which team is gonna be right conducive right to helping me so
0: yeah, it's just for us, it's an extra value add for you guys to have like the content creation space if you mm-hmm. want it. And I don't know any other teams out there that have a podcast studio that they just let their team use. Yeah. You know, I know there's some people that have their own equipment and they do their own thing, but uh, not a lot of people are doing it. Yeah.
1: Especially when you're going to be a team that's pushing your agents to make social media content and be on social media. Right. You're actually giving them resources Mm -hmm. to do that
0: yeah not just saying do it yeah it's here's i mean we have at least three different backdrops in here Mm -hmm. that you can use um you could probably tailor them a little bit more you know these lights change you can change these lights to different colors you know you can make it your own vibe yeah um that's cool
1: so yeah that's kind of a cool surprise
0: cool what does the next six months look like for max
1: that is a good question we're going to
0: get some sales under contract?
1: Hopefully not what the last six months looked like.
0: You were building. You it was, a, it was a tough time. Yeah. Like, you joined – it was a good time to get used to the systems and yes. the processes and good habits. But it's a time when there isn't much sales. Yeah. So it's – you joined at a hard but a good time. Yeah.
1: I try to give myself some grace on that. Yeah. But I don't want to necessarily use that as an excuse to – because obviously – a lot of people on the team still had business. Yeah. And like
0: But they had those things going.
1: That's true. For
0: three months.
1: And that's yeah, that's probably something I'm still learning.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna get some sales. So
1: next six months, um, Anna probably won't be quite as supportive if there are no sales in the next six months. So yes, that is definitely in the plan.
0: But that's also why I wanted to have you on here because a lot of times we spotlight people that have sales, but like you don't have sales, but you're doing the things that are going to produce sales, you know, like you're getting in front of people. You're, you know, you're not just sitting in your corner waiting for somebody to come by, you know? I
1: feel like I am some days.
0: <laughs> okay. But, well, let me know when you're having those days okay. and I'll just give you a swick, swift kick in the ass and tell you to get to work. Perfect. Go make go a make hundred calls, Max. Yes.
1: Are you yeah, having no, one of
0: those days today?
1: Uh, not yet. Okay, great. <laughs> no, it definitely felt like a lot of seed planting. Yeah and um, i know that i know it'll come come back around just 100%. given enough time uh, it's just being able to see that through yeah i think and it's like you ever seen that meme where like the person's digging for diamonds or something oh yeah, yeah and yeah. they give up like right before yeah i feel like that's um, maybe it's not diamonds but i feel like that's where i am it's like yeah it would be easy to like give up yeah because you haven't seen results and like why would any sane person keep doing something that isn't giving you results
0: but you know it's a long game yeah and you're doing the right things and you're with the right people like again if you were doing this solo or i'm not hating on other teams but some other teams or other brokerages Probably wouldn't still be in it,
1: I might be an electrician right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and like, I don't say that to be mean about you or about anybody else, but it's just you know what you're doing is working, you know, or it will work,
1: will work, yeah, it will work, and that's something hard to trust when you haven't seen that through yourself, like you see other people do it, yeah, you know it works, but it's like that proof of concept, yeah, of seeing it work from. Getting a client, Mm -hmm. converting a lead all the way through, and knowing that, oh, that actually worked.
0: It's going to work. Yeah. It's going to. I'm so excited. (laughs) Because, like, right now, like, you have, like, your own, like, mindset of challenges that you're going through. But, like, once you get a client that actually, like, writes an offer, it's going to be a whole other, like, oh, shit moment. Oh, yeah. You know? For sure. Like,
1: Like, I'm usually the person that wants to know every step. Yeah. before I do something. And I feel like this, I've taken an opposite approach. Yeah. To where it's like, I don't know everything there is to know about writing an offer. Right. And like the negotiations and like the whole process. Right. But I know when I get to that point, there's people that can help me. Right.
0: And it's it's hard because it's, you know, we built our mentorship program and like some people might think it's redundant, but it's like every listing agent that you meet is going to be so different. Mm-hmm like so like one negotiation might go great and the other one might go terrible you know so it's like helping you through those different scenarios same with like the listing side right like your house could sit on the market for six weeks Mm -hmm. or it could sell within hours of putting it on and you're having to make phone calls saying hey we accepted this offer because it was too good and you got to deal with pissed off buyer's agents you know it's yeah
1: right now those seem like problems i could handle
0: yeah (laughs) yeah Because again, you're Good kind, problem. and that's all that matters. You're kind, and you're doing it the the right way, the legal way, you know. Yes. So, <laughs> that's all that matters. Cool. Anything else you think in six months?
1: Uh, in six months,
0: we'd be in
1: summer June, June, right? Yeah.
0: Nope. July. August.
1: Somewhere around there. Mm,
0: six months from now is already August. Wow. Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, I don't see. I think
0: your spring is going to kick off here. I really think so. hope so. If it doesn't, I would be shocked. (laughs) We got to do it. We'll make it happen. It'll happen. Cool. Well, that's all I have for you today. That's awesome. Thanks for joining me. We'll have you on again at some point in time. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's fun. Yeah, and if you ever need help or you need a first guest to try and test out your own podcast, I'm always
1: here to help noted (laughs) you're like "Mm, this is still scary
0: (laughs) but all right well thanks everyone for tuning in and uh we will see you next week bye